0: You're listening to The Recovered Life Show, the show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank. And welcome back to The Recovered Life Show. I am pleased to be joined today by my friend and reverend pastor and meditation teacher for Recovered Life, Kevin Klein. How are you doing today, Kevin? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? Good. It's so good to have you back on the show. You know, the early days of the Recovered Life show, you come on a lot. We talk about mindfulness. We talk about meditation. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to have you on today because so many people talk about using this whole idea of meditation to help deal with cope and stress and negative emotions that people might have. And I know, obviously, anyone listening to the show has never had any of those cope, stress, or negative emotions.
1: No, not me either.
0: Not you either, but I want to dive into this, Kevin, because I know you've had your own, you've dealt with your, in your life, Mm -hmm. stress, negative emotions, and you found this path of using meditation to help. I'm not going to say fix it because that's not really the right word, but it's really to kind of handle, uh, the stress and negative emotions when they come up.
1: Right. Absolutely. Uh, what, what actually I like to think of it is is being able to be in the eye of the storm, not being caught up in it, not being thrown around uh, with drama or excitement or whatever it is, but to be able to be in the center and watch it going on and just being really chill, Uh, not getting caught up in things. I mean, things can hit, we can be at the grocery store and a thought will crop up and all of a sudden, you know, it's like, you know, we remember something or, you know, from, you know, an hour ago or 10 years ago or whatever it is. And, and we like, we can like get, you know, a little freaked out. And, and, and meditation is one way to help smooth all of that out.
0: You know, I think, um, you know, meditation is one of these mysteries, you know, if anybody is in a 12 step group, they talk about meditation, not in the same way as we talk about meditation now as when, uh, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous and all these, and these programs first uh, arrived on the scene. Um, it's a little different now. You know, back, I think in early recovery, they were talking about meditation more about awareness, I would say even more awareness and mindfulness. and now it's actually the practice of meditation what's the What's the difference, Kevin? because you could be mindful and aware, but not really be a meditator, right
1: well not 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 being aware of being aware. As a meditator, Um, actually, what what's written about meditation in in Alcoholics Anonymous um, in the in the literature, in my opinion, is not meditation; it's contemplation, which is very valid. It's it's a wonderful process, but I don't personally think that that's meditation. Um, I think of meditation as being able to let go of. The monkey mind, the chatter, the stuff that pulls us back into the drama, um, or the fear, or um, even the overexcitement of good—you know—that and we get whipped out of shape with all of this stuff. That that meditation is like like an extended pause. You know, it's like when when we talk about you know take a deep breath and just well, meditation's like that, but just a lot longer. <laughs> it's and it it really isn't any more difficult than that. Uh, I mean, there's a reason the Buddhists call it beginner's mind. It's because we're always in the beginning of understanding what meditation is and what meditation can do. Um, If you meet somebody, you know, there's an old expression, if you meet the Buddha on the road, kill him. Um, Because, and I've got, I'm wearing my Buddha shirt, because anybody that thinks they have it all together and have all the answers doesn't, and they're dangerous. Um, But for me, uh, meditation is, it w- was learning how to breathe through experiences that I had in my life so that I could get through them without, um, without going off the deep end, frankly. And- I like
0: what you were saying about exploration, like, you know, as a contemplation, as opposed mm-hmm. to, uh, meditation, because I do believe that, um, One of the problems that we can get into in recovery, my own experience is thinking too much and you use the term letting go, use the term letting go, which is a big thing in meditation, being able to let go. I think, and I'd like you to comment on this because I think through your own personal experience and then also coaching and working with other people in recovery with meditation um, are sometimes I think people aren't even aware of stress and negative emotions and that, leap into meditation and makes them aware of what they're actually thinking so many times it's hard to actually Mm -hmm. pinpoint especially in early, early recovery what you're feeling and actually what's really going on
1: yeah that's that's very true um i had somebody i was graced with somebody in my life when i was new in sobriety that um she would look at me and go breathe because i didn't realize that i was holding my breath i was i was being tensed up and, and she said that, and I would, I would exhale and then, you know, it would happen again. And she'd tell me, or, you know, I would manifest somebody else in my life that would tell me to breathe till I could, till I had that on the track in my own head. I, you know, I could catch myself, you know, holding my breath and waiting like for the next shoe to drop or something. And it's like, no. No, that's, that's not, that's not where I want to be emotionally or spiritually or intellectually. I don't want to be in that tenseness of, of holding my breath and waiting for something bad to happen. Um, you know, when, when I was, um, when I was very young, um, I know this now, I didn't know this then, but when I was very young, I was probably around five years old. I actually intuitively knew how to do breath work meditation. And I did. Thank God, because of what was going on in my life. I mean, even by the time I was four it was hellacious and learning how to do this. I would do this every night when I went to bed. I had I had two different practice breath work practices that I did and I would it would just relax me. And so I could go to sleep. And um, I don't know what I don't know what would have happened if I hadn't had that, frankly. Um, yeah, that's
0: so great. I mean, how do you know if you're out there listening to this and you're thinking, you know, I need to change it up in 2023. It needs to be, I have to change up my program. And I, and I see a lot of people who, you know, maybe they've been really heavy in 12 steps and they decide, you know, one year, Hey, I'm going to also in addition, explore therapy or yoga or some, you know, uh, working out or nutrition, they're just keep adding to that recovery self-care practice that we talk about a lot in the recovered life show. Um, How do you know if you're someone that, that, that meditation will work for? Because I think there's a lot of fear about meditation that I I know for Mm -hmm. me, it's like, well, once I let go, God knows what's going to happen, right? Like, how do you know, what's a good sign that somebody could really benefit from meditation if they're feeling that they have
1: stress and negative emotions? Honestly, I think everybody could benefit from meditation. Uh, meditation has gotten a really bad rap. Um, and yeah, there are people out there that think, oh my goodness, you know, if I get quiet, what's going to come up, you know, some boogeyman from my past is going to come and take over. Um, I never experienced that. And I don't know anybody that has, at least it's told me, um, the way I see meditation again is, is learning how to exhale, learning how to let go of the idea that there's got to be another second, second shoe to fall on me. Um, and that meditation is, is an avenue to freedom. Um, there are, I know there are a lot of people that have been in 12 step for a long, long time who do not meditate. And that's sad because it's such a gift. You know, it's like once, once somebody has been meditating for, for long enough, it's like all of a sudden they connect with the concept of grace. You know, it's like with meditating, it's like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm driving down, I'm going someplace, and the little voice, you know, little intuition says, oh, take this road. And I'm like, well, okay, I learned, I learned how to do that now, right? So I take that road, and what happens is that there was an accident that happened on the road I was on. And had I been on there, I would have been in that accident. Right. So, you know, and I mean that in learning how to to really listen to the intuition. And actually be willing to do it, you know, trying out on little things. Um, There was once when um, uh, at at one of my churches where there was a musician I hadn't seen, hadn't seen like three years. I was wondering how he was doing. I didn't have any way to get a hold of him. You know, I was in Sherman Oaks, this, you know, I was going to someplace else and, you know, well, actually I was going home and the little voice voices um, go to Walmart. And I'm like, this is not an ad for Walmart, by the way, go to Walmart. And I'm like, I don't need to go to Walmart, go to Walmart. I don't need to find. So I go to Walmart and I park and I start walking towards the door and he comes walking out. Now we used to have a saying in program. This is, is that odd or is that God? And to me, When, when we get into meditation and we sort of like let go of some of the control, you know, and we can breathe and we can hear the still small voice that says, well, why don't you go do this? And it's like, all of a sudden it's like, why, why would I want to do that? You know, it's like, oh, okay, I'll go do that. And then something, you know, there's a, there's a real good reason why we're there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I know that, I know that, um, I know for my own life and I've struggled, I've done the meditation quit. I would go in and out. You know, I find it sometimes difficult. Sometimes I find it easy to do and refreshing. Other times I find it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. And this year, 2023, I'm committing to, that's what I'm doing. And I'm going to your meditation group, which we're, I'm going to tell people about at the end of the episode here. So hang tight. Cause uh, yeah. there, there's a, A tremendous thing that Kevin's doing here on Recovered Life with this. Um, But I do find that life is easier and much more enjoyable when I meditate. I think primarily for me is because it's easier to let go of things. And, you know, I will tend to just try to work it away and uh, not let go of it to try to beat it. And a lot of things in recovery you can't beat. You just have to accept and let go. And, and meditation is one of those things that's that that trigger. Um, uh, and then I also know people a lot that suffer from really bad negative self-talk. When I say negative emotions, negative self-talk, like that voice inside themselves is that I'm bad, I'm terrible, 24-7, 365. And right. meditation seems to quiet that and find another question that they can answer themselves then. You know what's wrong with me. You know why am I broken? Why am I this? Why am I that? Mm-hmm. There's different answers start to different questions start to come up with like what's possible here, right? Right. And uh, it seems to be the catalyst, isn't it, to really getting to what's really going on with you?
1: Well, absolutely. And you know, and when I had that negative self talk too. You know, on a on a loop. You know, I mean, back when we had cassette tapes and eight tracks, you know, I mean, something would just be on a loop. It would just, you know, continually, you know, I'm this or I'm that. And then I realized after some exploration that that wasn't my voice that was telling me that I was hearing, you know, it was it was my mother's voice or it was a teacher's voice or it was my father's voice. And once I could identify that because I got quiet enough to do that, once I could identify that, oh, wait a minute, that's not true. You know, and that's not true. And learning how to get still enough to explore that is one of the ways to help to get to letting go of that self-talk, that negative stuff that that can be on a loop. And it can be a bunch of different voices. You know, it's like I had a bunch of different people that I thought I had to live up to their expectations when I was when I was growing up. And I mean, it was a whole a whole, you know, huge group of people. And there was like no way any one person could live up to that. It's just not possible. And so, yeah, by getting quiet, I could identify what those voices are and who they came from and that they weren't mine and they weren't God's.
0: I love this because I think, you know, when we come back, if you're hearing those voices, you know, I should say, which I think everybody probably that's listening to this has had that experience Of this self-talk, where's this voice coming from? Is this me? Is this really what I think? Or is this something else? I want Mm -hmm. you to hold tight because after the break, Kevin's going to share with us some techniques that he uses, that he teaches people uh, that are going to help you kind of stop that negative self-talk. He's going to dive into what the solution could be for you. So after this quick break, we're going to come back with uh, Kevin Klein, and he's going to share that information with us. Are you tired of feeling alone in your struggles with dysfunction in your family? Are you ready to find practical solutions, healing, and community? Then join Meredith Wycliffe Wednesdays at 5 p.m. for Healing Within Dysfunctional Families. This one-hour peer support meeting is a safe and supportive space for deep conversation about the impact of dysfunction on our lives and how to find practical solutions and healing. Meredith understands firsthand the challenges of pain of growing up in a dysfunctional family, and she's here to help you find hope and healing. Together, we can overcome the challenges of our past and create a brighter future. To RSVP for Healing Within Dysfunctional Families, just visit recoveredlife.us and click on Find Your Group. Don't miss this opportunity for support, healing, and community. We'll see you this Wednesday at 5 p.m. You're listening to the recovered Life show. Okay. I'm back with Kevin Klein, a uh, recovery coach and meditation teacher. Uh, who has a phenomenal group course on Recovered Life, which we're going to share at the end of this podcast here. But Kevin, I can't hold on any longer. I promised everyone that was listening, how in the heck do you do it? How do you start down the path? Maybe you've never meditated before. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've never, this is the first time you've really ever thought about, hey, this could be a solution for these negative emotions and stress in my life and recovery. How do you start? How do you start a meditation plan that's going to get you on the path to not having all of that stress and negative emotion?
1: Well, you may not like this, but first is willingness. You know, just the willingness to like go, okay, maybe this guy has something to tell me that will help me. You know, maybe I'll just listen and then listen, right? So one of the first things I've got to say about meditation is that the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, six times you meditate, you're not going to be an expert. It's just not going to happen. Um, it's, it's a process. I mean, even, I mean, I've been, I don't want to you how long I've been meditating because that'll tell you how old I am. But um, uh, there have been times, you know, when the voice still, you know, I mean, it's not like it used to be, please, you know. But, you know, I've got something rambling in my head and I'll go into meditation and I do my process for me. Um, which is a little more involved, um, but I do that. And still, sometimes it takes 20 minutes just to get that voice, you know, or that, that thought or that whatever to just slow down and just ease out. And then I can sit in a quiet for, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes, however long, you know, I have that I, before I have to be doing something else. Uh, and in that, you know, once that that voice or that idea, you know, I have to go to the store. I have to get this, or I have to go see this person. I have to, you know, whatever that is to just be able to go, okay, I'm going to, I know that I have to do this. I'm going to just set that aside for, you know, just a few minutes. I got the time, right? I got the time. So I'm here. And one of the first, the easiest ways is to, we talk about, you know, noticing the breath. It's like, it's, that's really, it's actually really simple. When we breathe into our nostrils, the air feels cooler, right? Just try that. It's cooler when it comes in. And then when we exhale through our mouth, it's just a little bit warmer. It's cooler. And then it's warmer. It's cooler. And then it's warmer. And even as simple as that sounds like, okay, that can't be doing anything for me, right? Being willing to just sit there, you know, sit there, set, you know, set your alarm on your, on your, uh, your phone for three minutes, you know, even, and just, you know, you know, feel the cold air coming in and feel the warmer air going out and just in and out and in and out. And it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. You know, meditation is not, is not a complex issue. You know, it's the exact opposite. It's about, it's about taking, um, all of the control stuff and, and the, you know, I've got to have this to be happy or I've got to let go of that, you know, because they are this and that person is this and, and just letting go of all of that and being here, being right where I do it so I can be right where I am and no place else. My head isn't any place else having a different conversation with somebody that I haven't even talked to yet. I don't know about you, but I used to have whole conversations with people that weren't even present in the room, you know, and I don't do that anymore. And another thing that happens is that in the morning when I wake up, the committee isn't waking me up. I don't have that stuff going on in my head. When I wake up, I'm just waking up.
0: Oh, I love that. You know, it's interesting because you say the committee and this is something that we talk about in early recovery a lot. You know, um, I remember the day that the committee started to leave, started to disband because I started firing them. Right And, <laughs> And it just, that, that self-talk wasn't there before, but it's interesting about how quickly you can get back to that place. You know, one of the things I Mm -hmm. want to talk with you about is this whole idea of being perfect time and high performance. You know, I I consider myself a high performance person. Mm -hmm. I'm not an athlete, but I'm a business person, a coach. You, you know that I work crazy amount of hours and I'm really, I'm a very driven and motivated person to Mm -hmm. get stuff done. I've done a lot of stuff in my life. But I find that like one of the reasons I'm adding meditation in and going to your your, your class is because I realized it was kind of like exercise at the end. I was only going to be able to go so far. I was only going to be able to perform at a certain high level. I wasn't going to be able to go beyond that unless I could be able to quiet my mind because that is what kind of takes the committee away. You Absolutely. know, uh, that is what, can you talk a little bit about that? How, cause I know some of the clients that come to you, they're coming to you. Yeah. Because they've got that, the voices, but they also just want to live a more productive life. They want to be able to execute what they want to do during the day,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: and feel good about it. Right. And feel good about it.
1: Yeah. Well, frankly, um, sorry, I'm not impinging on your name. Um, but frankly, the, the more I think somebody has to, has to do, the more they need to meditate because in meditation when we when we allow it to happen and we allow ourselves to just breathe and be in the moment we allow ourselves to let go of that monkey mind the more present we can be and in business or in relationships or in whatever it is we have to be present the more present we are the better off those things are going to be when you're in a business situation If your head is somewhere else, if you're thinking about somewhere else when you've got somebody in front of you, one, they're going to know it. They're going to know you're not with them. And two, you're not going to be able to uh, bring to the game what it is that they need because you're not going to hear anything. It's just going to be the monkey mind. So being willing to get into meditation, especially on a deeper level, the more more present one can be with the person in front of them. And that's like for whatever reason, you know, whether it's me with a client or or Damon, you with a client, um, you know, in whatever capacity that um, that the second the second I'm gone and I'm not right in front of them, I know they know. And I cop to it. I will tell you, I'm sorry, I went away. Can you repeat what you said? And people appreciate that, you know. Um, but I can be, it's like, I can be, oh, I can be so, I can be so awake and aware and in front of somebody, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't miss a beat. <laughs> I think yeah. that frustrates some people, That <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I catch things other people don't, but I think part of that's because of my meditation practice.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know what? It's funny because the times in which I did meditate, I found that the manifestation of life, the things that come at you right? Like it, I didn't have to work so hard for them. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't have to put in the work I did. I had to be directed and put in the work and I had to execute and do what I had to do, right? Um, or I didn't, or I had to just, you know, I did what was in front of me, the work that was in front of me, but that was less of a struggle. And when mm-hmm. the things didn't come that I had predicted or foreshadowed how they should come, it was much easier to let go of those to take on something maybe better that was in front of me without the meditation. It's kind of like, I can't see the better thing in front of me because I'm too attached to the outcome that I wanted to have.
1: Right. Or, or the attachment to the idea that it has to come a particular way and it can't come a different way. Uh, you know, that happens in business, that happens in relationships. You know, I have to have this person that does this and takes care of this for me. Otherwise, I'm not going to be happy. It's like, well, that's a setup. You're already not going to be happy. Yeah, you know, that's a given. You know, it's the 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 more the more present we are, and the more we listen to are able to listen to our intuition, the the clearer we can be about, okay, I thought I was going this way, but this showed up over here. I don't that looks really good. You know, okay, we're going this way now. And then we're going this way. I've, I've done conferences where we did a visioning practice, which is a little bit like meditation. And we did it for, um, nine months every Monday night. And the, 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 I was, you know, I was in charge of this conference and it just fell into place. Everything that, that I needed, you know, um, everything that the group needed just showed up. It just showed up, including the woman who was the, 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 the lead um, uh, speaker for that day. I had not given her a topic at all. She showed up on that Sunday and two sentences out of her mouth. And I turned to the person who was on my committee and I looked at her and I went, "Mm -hmm." she just, she just talked about it. And, and odd or God. I don't know. I'm a minister. I think it's God. Um, not not the guy in the sky with the tablet and the beard god, you know, not please. No, not that. But um, but yeah, things work out. And and if I'm attached to something being a certain way for my good, then I am not open to the universe providing all the possible other things that can happen. You know, absolutely. And,
0: and there there is a lot of things that could happen, you know, our mind. The infinite mind right there's just like mm-hmm. it's only this one way that we're thinking about but there's many more ways possible mm-hmm. kevin klein thank you so much for coming on the show today i this has been really great we're going to have you back on to talk about meditation through 2023 because it's cool. such an important element in recovery and when i say recovery i'm not only saying you know for people who are suffering from drug and alcohol recovery mm-hmm. but meditation i think works wonders for codependency gambling, sex addiction, all the addictions, all those stacked and lumped addictions. And mm-hmm. I think it also stops people from gatewaying into other addictions uh, when they do get sober physically from drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin, real quick, I want to talk with you about this the med- the recovered life meditation meetings that we're starting uh, on recovered life. Um, can you talk about what people can expect when they go to these meetings? Cause I know that there's people that are listening and They're saying, I want to try this. What can they expect in this group
1: meeting? Well, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, it's a half an hour and I, you know, talk into, you know, the, the first bit, just real quickly about what I'm going to do. And, um, frankly, um, you don't have to do anything. Um, you can, you can sit there and you can follow my direction or not. Um, it works better if you do. Uh, and, you know, I, I take people through a relaxation process, and then into a uh, particular thought that can work with the breathing practice. Um, there are different ones. And again, yes, what David is talking about, you know, the, the universe is powerful, and we don't know how we're praying. But, you know, when we start thinking stuff, you know? So the sooner we get off that, that treadmill, the better. Um, and, and then, you know, and then it's going into, um, uh, 15, 20 minutes. Um, I'll have, a um, uh, Tibetan bowl playing, which is really chill, you know, just really chill. Everything is just really chill. And then on Sundays at five, it's 30 minutes and we do, We do a meditation practice like what I just talked about. And then after that, we can open up to questions and answers. Or if someone had some kind of something, you know, that they thought about, you know, or happened during the meditation, that they can bring it up and we can talk about it because chances are somebody else is going to have that situation too. And so, you know, um, but I just, I just have, I just have to, to reiterate that, that it takes a little while, but it's worth the work. You know, it's, it's really worth the work. It's worth, it's worth the surrender. And, and the only way somebody knows that is to do it. You Absolutely.
0: Know? You know what? I think it's showing up as the first step of this. And I think you made a great thing because I was a little nervous about it because I'm starting the path with you down this and I'm doing the group, the the, the group one that you've got, because I really believe that like just, I have, z- I, I have really low expectations of what I have to do, which is great, which is a good mm-hmm. first start for me. And just being there and just that time out for that half hour for me is well, well worth it. So guys, join Kevin Klein. We're going to put a link uh, in the show about how you can access his group on Recovered Life. Definitely show up, be there, do it. Uh, It's going to be the game changer for you in 2023. Kevin, thanks so much uh, for coming on the show today. And can't wait uh, wait to go to your meeting.
1: I can't wait to see you. Be great.
0: Keep the conversation going. Join Recovered Life, a community of like-minded people who are looking to live their best recovered lives. Membership is free and you can apply at recoveredlife.us.